Hello, and welcome to Catholicism in the Car. My name is Parker Zerbal. Today, I want to talk about ascetics. Uh, not the ascetics of the saints, necessarily. Not, not the ascetics of penance and things of that nature. No, what I mean ascetics as in the philosophy of beauty, uh, the philosophy of, of what is ascetical uh, in nature to our, um, to our senses. Now, I, have, I don't remember where I learned this, but I have found um, the following definitions of uh, truth, goodness, and beauty to be quite enlightening and revelatory in my own life. Um, and they are as follows. Truth is reality as it makes, as it is made known to our intellects. Goodness is reality as it is made known, uh, to our, you could say to our, our hearts almost, our, um, and, and, and it, that's kind of a difficult part of the human psyche to really pinpoint. But, uh, goodness is, is reality as it's made known to our affections. Um, like our spiritual affections, not our not our uh, bodily feelings, but our spiritual affections. Okay. And beauty is reality as made known to our bodily faculties. Uh, so you, beauty is connected to our senses. Um, and and of course, all three of these truth, goodness, and beauty they they are kind of different emphases, different angles at looking at the same thing, and that thing is reality. <laughs> And so, from a from a realist metaphysics or realist perspective upon life, um, we're able to look at these three things in in a very meaningful way. Um, in modern society, which is mainly based on anti-realism, uh, people will generally look upon truth as something subjective or individualistic, which makes sense because the anti-realist uh, paradigm only sees individuals. It cannot perceive, it cannot understand in any, in, in any uh, meaningful sense uh, a nature, the nature of something. Uh, it only sees a tree. It doesn't see treeness. It only sees a human. It doesn't see humanness. And so, in like manner, uh, when it sees truth, all that it sees truth in is, is, uh, is reality as it is made known to my intellect. Okay? Reality as it is made known to my intellect, or your intellect. Not to, uh, not to like, intellect in general. Not to any sort of ideal, uh, ideal intellectual nature within humanity or within reality as a whole. Same with goodness. Uh, goodness is, um, and you could say like morality, is, is really only based upon the individual, uh, based upon goodness is whatever I think it should be. Morality is only what I think it should be. And then likewise for beauty. The modern conception of beauty is that beauty is in the eye of the beholder. That if I see uh, 
you know, one of the sculptures of Michelangelo, I may think it's beautiful, but someone else may think it's the most ugly thing they've ever seen. Now, as an aside, I would say that when you frame it that way, it makes this modern view seem quite preposterous. And I would agree, it is quite preposterous. Uh, people can acquire different, different uh, tastes for beauty, just as one can acquire different tastes for food or drink. One can say that a, a modern painting that is just uh, paint splotches on a piece of paper, um, if one is educated enough, and I say educated in, in quotes, scare quotes, uh, if one is educated enough in modernist art, one will end up finding that beautiful in a certain sense. But if a child or someone who is not educated within that art looks at it, all that they see is paint splattered on a canvas. It means nothing. Whereas if they see a beautiful work of, of, uh, of, of I'll use Michelangelo again, or of a, of a, a Renaissance painter um, or a Romantic painter, um, they will automatically, automatically see beauty there. They're, they're, they will not have to learn that there is beauty there. They will automatically know. And in the same way with truth and goodness, there are certain things that to children, let's say, to children, children know certain things are true, and they know certain things are good or bad. Not because they are taught this. Now, certainly there are things they have to be taught, um, things that, about things that are true and things that are good or bad. But there are things that universally even children understand. Uh, for example, with goodness, children universally see goodness in their parents. Universally, they see goodness in their parents, and they want to latch on to that goodness. Even if they have terrible parents, uh, they will end up struggling the rest of their lives with this conundrum of wishing to love their parents and wishing their parents loved them, even though they were in the unfortunate situation of having horrible parents. And that will haunt them for the rest of their lives. After their children, for the rest of their lives, that will haunt them. Even if they get to a point where psychologically, you know, they feel they have healed from it, uh, the hurt will still be there. And children with beauty, when children see a sunset or the ocean for the first time, they find